Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, and this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. As usual, you can go to www.builtbar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED ON, that's all caps, no space, for $10 off your first order of Built Bars. And you can find me on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Um, so today on this Tuesday, we have a big announcement as far as future programming. Um, we will discuss James Reimer award nomination as well as the new NHL Diversity Alliance um, and discuss the NHL Phase 2 of the Return to Play plan that has begun as of yesterday. Um, so hopping on into that big news, on the June 29th episode of Locked on Hurricanes, we will be joined by defenseman Malcolm Hayes of the Fayetteville Marksmen. We are very, very excited for that here on the show. Um, we wanted to reach out to players of color and really just talk to them um, about hockey, world issues, um, you know the deal on the show. Um, so if you have any questions for Malcolm, send them in by June 26th um, because we will be recording the episode or the interview, excuse me, on the 27th. That is a Saturday, so make sure you get all those in for us. Um, so with that out of the way, uh, we do have some good news today. Um, James Reimer has been nominated by the Carolina chapter of the um, oh, I totally blanked there for a second um, of the Carolina chapter of the Professional Hockey Writers Association um, for the Bill Masterson Memorial Trophy, um, which honors perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. Um, which is absolutely fantastic to see. Um, I'm looking at News and Observer's article here. Um, as we know, uh, Reimer was acquired from the Florida Panthers in June um, you know, to really just get rid of Scott Darling's contract. Um, and a lot of people thought early on that he would just be trade bait. You know, um, no one really thought anything of him really coming in. Um, they're just like, eh, whatever. He'll probably get traded by the trade deadline anyway. But that definitely wasn't the case um, as he became a really key part of the team. And for a good bit there when Peter was playing kind of spotty, um, Reimer was really carrying the team. Um, he went 14-6-2 with a 2.66 goals against average and a .914 save percentage in his first season with the Hurricanes. Um and he did not have a regulation loss after the calendar flipped to 2020, going 6-0-2 in his last eight games. The longest stretch of his career without a regulation loss since a 10-game run in 2011. Um, now, for those of you that don't know about the Masterson uh, Trophy, it honors uh, Bill Masterson, the only NHL player to die from injuries sustained in a game. First awarded in 1968, the Masterson Trophy is under the trustee trusteeship of the PW or uh, wow I cannot read guys PHWA uh, members of the 
PHWA also vote on NHL's first and second all-star teams as well as the Hart, Norse, Calder, and Selkie trophies. Um, the Carolina also awards the Joseph Vasek Award to the Hurricanes player most cooperative with the media each season and annually selects a most valuable player. Um, so that's great news for James Ryan. We really hope he wins that trophy. Um, uh, that'd be great for him. Um, really just, you know, when he came in, everyone thought he was going to be afterthought. Yeah, he wouldn't really be with us. Yeah, he essentially kind of being, uh, like the situation Eric Holla was. He was here for like half a season and yeah, he was on out the door. Um, but that wasn't the case and he's probably going to be here for, uh, decent amount of time I think I mean not like super super long you know because he is 32 years old but I think yeah he's going to be a vital part of the Hurricanes organization going forward I really do um so moving on uh from that guys um we do want to discuss the new NHL diversity alliance um that was formed the other day um by seven uh, current and former NHL players. Um, this is in an effort to help uh, eradicate racism and build and, excuse me, uh, to eradicate racism and intolerance in the hockey community, um, is what NHL said with that. Um, this group appointed San Jose Sharks uh, forward Evander Kane. Evander Kane, excuse me, and former NHL player Akeem Aliou as co-heads of the organization. Um, you also have Trevor Daly of the Detroit Red Wings, uh, Matt Dumba of the Minnesota Wild, uh, Wayne Simmons of the Buffalo Sabres, and uh, Chris Stewart of the Philadelphia Flyers, and uh, former NHL player uh, Joel Ward, all on that committee to help um, really make the NHL a better place, um, I guess you could say. Um, now, going on down here, um, the, group, the group will operate independently of the NHL, but Kim Davis, the league's senior vice president of social impact, growth initiatives, and legislative affairs, said she hopes the NHL and Alliance can work together. Um, so, that will definitely be interesting. Um to see how that they handle things um, going forward, um, especially with sometimes the way the NHL handles situations, um, that may cause some friction uh, between um, this new alliance and the league itself. Um, that will be interesting to see, but hopefully everything will go well. Hopefully there won't be any friction at all. Hopefully whatever this new group decides needs to be done with the situation and the league will be like, all right, you know, do what they got to do. Hopefully that'll be the case. Um, Davis went on to say, we are supportive of all efforts that are intended to advance the role of our sport in society. We are hopeful that this alliance will collaborate with our NHL structured council and committees, particularly the player inclusion committee to bring ideas for change. Um, obviously this is really good for the sport, I feel, um, as far as bringing around change, like I said, uh, we've discussed in past episodes where, 
hockey culture is very stuck in the past um, with things that players do and say. Hopefully, this will continue, continually, continually, excuse me, um, bring, frankly, hockey into 2020 and beyond, rather than being stuck in the fucking 1960s or whatever. Um, uh, now, going on down the NHL's article, um, uh, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman joined a number of players and other members of the hockey meet hockey community including Sidney Crosby, P.K. Subban, and Leon Dreisaitl in a video titled In Union There is Strength to Support Racial Equality. Um, the video was created by former NHL forward and current NBC sports hockey analyst Anson Carter. Um, Davis said uh, more than 100 players have expressed their thoughts on, on the subject on social media and she has been texting and speaking with a lot of players so i feel that there will i feel there will be change within hockey culture um going forward um it seems that a lot of players are really opening their eyes to see what is truly going on around them um yeah, we discussed, you know, there's been a bunch of players, you know, going out into these uh, protests um, and really crying out for change. And I do feel that with this, that will continue, continually further that change and, you know, help people learn about some of the issues that people, that the black people are facing um, in, frankly, everyday life. Um, it's sad that, you know, it's an everyday thing for them. Um, but I feel this is a good thing, um, for this community that can really help the league up, um, and really help them learn and know what they can do to improve themselves and improve their communities, um, in cities and surrounding areas. Um, but with that being said, um, we do have a word from our sponsor, um, yet again, Built Bar, um, the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar. None of that weird fitness bar taste, texture, aftertaste. It doesn't taste weird. It tastes great. There are flavors for every single person. I guarantee it. Um, if you don't like coconut, fine. There is bunch of other flavors without coconut um because me personally i don't like coconut fight me um but uh go to www.builtbar.com and enter the promo code locked on uh and to get uh ten dollars off your first order of built bars um that is promo code locked on that is all caps no space to get ten dollars off your first order of built bars um so moving on guys um uh the nhl implemented their phase two of their return to play plan um last week and yesterday june 8th was the day when teams could finally start getting back um into those voluntary practices 
um, and some teams have. Um, as of right now, we haven't really heard anything about the Hurricanes other than their facilities have reopened and whenever players are ready to go in and practice, again, they can. So far, haven't heard of any of the guys going back in and doing anything yet. Um, but again, the Hurricanes also they just may not be posting about it, letting the guys just go in do their thing, do what they got to do. Um, now, some teams that have um, went back in and began those practices, um, the Edmonton Oilers, New York Islanders, Philadelphia Flyers, Montreal, or excuse me, not Montreal, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, and Vegas Golden Knights. Those are all the ones that were expected to uh, reopen uh, yesterday and have guys coming in and doing stuff. I've seen multiple pictures of the Oilers, um, Islanders, and um, I believe the Leafs um, all out there doing their stuff. Um, and as you guys know, I do follow the Arizona Coyotes, and Arizona has been posting a lot about you know getting ready to, for their guys to come back in and start practicing, practicing again. So I expect if they haven't already, um, guys going back there, um, out there in the desert and, uh, start practicing again, but hopefully we'll see some of the guys from the hurricanes, uh, start practicing again. There's obviously some guys that, you know, um, obviously left Raleigh, um, went back to wherever it is, their primary residences. You got guys overseas, guys back in Canada. Um, but there also are guys, you know, here, you know, in the triangle where they're still doing their stuff. Andre Svechnikov, obviously, is still here. You know, he's been at the beach doing a lot of fishing. Um, I believe Jacob Slavin still lives up here. Justin Williams does. So there's still guys, you know, around the area that, if they haven't already, I'm sure are gearing up, ready to get back to work um, and really get get ready for the New York Rangers uh, for that uh, qualifying round, or, you know, as we like to say here, the Rona round, <laughs> um, but I do feel the Hurricanes, I would probably say by the end of the week, um, today is Tuesday, I would say probably by the end of the week, you know, we'll, uh, maybe have some pictures of, or videos of some of the Hurricanes there, practicing back on the ice, really putting in the work, ready to take on the Rangers, and probably just, happy to be back on the ice um it's been several months for them um and this is their livelihood this is their life so you know they're really dying to get back out there um and do what they do best and that's play hockey um so that does it for today's episode guys i know it was a bit of a quick episode um but i do have to go to work today or tonight excuse me um so tomorrow episode we'll have part two of the hurricanes uh documentary we just had a busy news day today so we'll have that tomorrow for you guys um as well as the way back machine there's been a few uh playoff history things over the past couple days so we'll discuss that stuff tomorrow and then as we'll also discuss uh max kellerman's comments on hockey that he made uh a few days ago Again, just been busy, haven't been able to touch on that, but we will touch on that tomorrow, guys. So with all that being said and done, now go check out Locked On NHL, the network's national NHL show where they discuss all things NHL. 
Um, so go check that out, guys, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.